welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everyone who's tuning in to the show here today, whether you're doing it on cnjradio.com or you're subscribed on iTunes or both. Both is very good, actually. So thank you, everybody. And as promised, this is part two, celebrating Black History Month at the beginning of March. <laughs> yes, I, I realize what I'm doing here, but it's one of those things where, well, I promised a part two on last show, so now I should know better at this point. If I if I don't say it, then I don't have to do it in the future, but now I have to do it, but it's cool because, like I said the first time around, I don't need an excuse to play these songs. It doesn't have to be Black History Month, and I'm proving it because I'm doing it in March, and I've got so many songs to play that tie into this it's not even funny i mean i could i could do a whole podcast on black artists and you know it would be the easiest thing in the world it's it, it's really just i'm just going to play you 10 songs here that's the only reason they tie in i'm playing the card but i truly truly love these songs so let's let the music do the talking Track one, I was always going to play this at the top of the show for sure. This is an opener and a half. Not only is this the first song tonight on Rock Strikes 10, it's the first song on the first album by Mr. Sly Stone with his band Sly and the Family Stone. If this song doesn't get you awake and get your blood boiling, you're on the wrong planet. This is Underdog.
that was Sly and the Family Stone with Underdog. You can actually find that song originally, like I said, on the very first album by Sly and the Family Stone. The album was called A Whole New Thing. That song was from 1967, and that that song still kills to me. I had, the fact that that song is that old, and uh, have you heard anything else in... R&B, funk, pop, whatever that that grabs like that. There's there's not a, a whole lot of examples, uh, especially particular bands that are just that powerful nowadays. What happened, everybody? I, I'm gonna already get into good old day syndrome, but what happened? I mean that that's inspiring right there. It's organic, it's real. It really was a whole new thing. All right, I'm gonna stop there before I get off on a tear. But I'm going to go into a different tear, a more positive one here. Get on my soapbox once again. The second song I'm going to play, this is a kickoff in its own right, but it's going to have to be track two tonight. I'm going to play something by the man, the godfather of soul, the late great James Brown, Mr. Funk. I mean, he, one of, one of the greatest rock stars of all time, music stars, period. And uh, we'll, I'll focus on the music. I'm not going to go into the man or whatever. But uh, uh, the song I'm going to play tonight is also a kickoff track for this particular album, much like Underdog was. I'm going to play a song called It's a New Day. It's not a very well-known James Brown song. Uh, but I'm playing this song because I pretty much have to, for for myself, promote the fact that it's off of one of my favorite albums of all time. Top. 20 minimum uh for sure desert island uh i'll probably get some criticism in picking a compilation album but in my defense i didn't realize it was a compilation album when i bought it but it's not like it's a best of or greatest hits or anything it's from an album called in the jungle groove this album i found out doing some research on it was put out in the mid 80s to capitalize on james brown's kind of newfound popularity for being so overtly sampled by hip-hop artists at the time which uh, they did it in droves that's for sure that that's my theory on why James Brown went crazy actually in the late 80s is because he was getting sampled so much and there wasn't any kind of precedent for him to get paid so he probably just snapped I was like you know these he's probably like ah oh, these motherfuckers how dare they they're taking all my stuff <laughs> I don't know that's just my theory on why James went crazy I'm sure the drugs had a lot to do with it too but I digress. That was a major sidebar. I'm talking about the In the Jungle Groove album. This album is just unreal. It's so good. It's, you know, even though it's a compilation album, it's from like the same couple of years, sessions basically. It's a lot of stuff that was done in the early 70s with, you know, probably the best James Brown band ever assembled. You got your Bobby Birds and your Bootsy Collins and your Maceo Parkers and your Fred Wesleys and your Clyde Stubblefields and just a ton of other people. This album, you just have to get this album. It's This this one's law to me. So here you go. This is the kickoff track from In the Jungle Groove. This is James Brown with It's a New Day. Ready? Fellas, things I've got too far gone. We got to let the girls know what they got to do for us. It's not got to be a drag, man. A man can't do nothing no more. <laughs> You got to do something. Can I tell him? Look at you. Girl, let me tell you what you got to do. TC be so mellow, nobody can get through. When he asks you, do you love him? Smile and kiss his cheek. Walk away and twist your hip. Make sure you keep him weak. Don't let nobody take care of your business better than you do. Too bad he won't give him what he wants. Bye. 
like in the corner, and use it like a thunder hat, and you get all your man. You get all your man. You get all your man. Oh, yeah, get it. God, get it. Get me now. God, never get too confident. So it's not you want to know, because at the time you lose your bank, then you got to blow. You know you got what it takes. Untold balls You got to use it carefully You can't be a dollar Every night You got getting
That was James Brown with It's a New Day. Like I said, you can find that off of the amazingly, incredibly awesome, supreme, A number one James Brown release called In the Jungle Groove. Run, don't walk to get that one. I guarantee it. And speaking of another artist who was heavily sampled by hip-hop artists of the modern day, uh, of course, gotta play this. I'm gonna play you something by Parliament. Parliament Funkadelic, P-Funk, George Clinton, whatever you want to call it. Officially, this is by Parliament. And, uh, you know, another Bootsy. You know, Bootsy's on this one also. Played bass for James Brown, played bass for Parliament. Uh, You know, if you're putting together your all-time R&B slash funk band, it's going to be a battle of the bass players for me between Bootsy Collins and Larry Graham. Really can't go wrong with either of those two guys. Uh, Larry Graham played for Sly Stone and many other people, his own band, Graham Central Station. Bootsy played for James Brown, that's how he broke in, and he plays bass on this track. Bass very important, of course, to the to the genre. And, you know, once again, I, I can't help but think, what, what happened to the bands? Where are the bands? But anyway, here you go. This is Parliament featuring George Clinton, Bootsy Collins, Eddie Hazel, and a billion other people, and a guy with a diaper, I think, still. This is Ride On, as in drive your car, not Ride On. Ride On. Yeah.
that was Parliament, led by everybody's favorite resident alien, George Clinton, with Ride On. That song comes from the classic funk album from 1975 called Chocolate City. Go get that one. Go get pretty much anything Parliament. Those early albums, especially up for the downstroke, Chocolate City, Mothership Connection, you know, they're all they're all great records. Of course. Uh, Maggot Brain, you know, yeah. Okay. Alright, I'm going to move on here. And uh, this is actually a request after the first episode came out. I got a request from my buddy Steven. Thank you so much, Steven, for listening to the show. As always, you're a friend of mine, and I appreciate your listenership. And, I, you know, I didn't intentionally leave this fella off of part one. You obviously could tell that uh, there was so much digging to do still, but I have no problem playing this guy. This guy uh, definitely is a big deal. Uh, very important. Without him, there's a, there's a lot of stuff missing out there. So let's right the wrong and to play you some Muddy Waters. Everybody's going to like this one, no matter how many times you may have heard this. Uh, this is probably a very obvious track for the fans, but if you've never heard this song, let's, let's correct that, shall we? This is Hoochie Coochie Man. The gypsy woman told my mother Before I was born I got a boy charge coming He's gonna be a son of a gun He's gonna make pretty women's Jump and shout Then the world wanna know What this all about But you know I'm here I got a black cat bone, I got a mojo too, I got the John the Conqueror, I'm gonna mess with you, I'm gonna make you girls, lead me by my hand, then the world I know, the hoochie coochie man, but you know I'm here. On the seven hours, on the seven day, on the seven month, the seven doctors say he was born for good luck, and that you see, I got seven hundred dollars. Don't you mess with me, but you know I'm here. That was Muddy Waters with one of the all-time man anthems, Hoochie Coochie Man. You can find that on every Muddy Waters album on the entire planet. Or anything worth its weight in greatness, right? Okay. Yes. So, you know, we, we've done some of the funk and the R&B. We did a ton of blues and jazz on the previous show. And, you know, the early rock and roll. Yeah, but um, not much has been talked about the vocal groups. Uh, so I'm going to focus on that for a couple of songs here. So check it out. 
And and not even like the obvious ones. You know, of course, I love the Temptations and the Four Tops, but you know, everybody knows those bands. You know, maybe next year, okay? But for now, I'm gonna play a couple of my personal favorites. I I love these tracks a lot, and that's why I wanted to play them. And it it really puts a spotlight on you know. Yes, these are known vocal groups, but maybe not so by the general public. So the first one I'm gonna play here is the Delphonics. Delphonics, a very talented group, and you know, like I was talking about the bands earlier, where are the real classic vocal groups? They're really just they're just not around anymore. Is it? Am I wrong? Is it just one of those things? Like, why can't we have this again? You know, and I'm not talking about like the pre-pop manufactured basic boy bands. You know, like you're. You know, like, you look at, like, in the, even in the 90s, uh, you know, even after the 80s, the 80s, the vocal groups really weren't there anymore. It was all the ones that were still around. You know, like, the Commodores were still kind of around, and, you know, it, it just didn't happen after that. It's like, what happened? I don't know. All right. I'm doing the show really late. My brain's kind of trailing off into the, the who's and the why's, but let's just get to the music here. Here's the Delphonics. This is a really cool song. It's very haunting-sounding. And I'm not going to mention the song that, uh, you know, basically another band covered it and made the hook famous, because that's just, that's just Puff Daddy shit. That's, it's not cool, and it's not real art. This is the original source, y'all. This is the Delphonics with Ready or Not. was the Delphonics with uh, I'm going to give you the official title of the song here. I, I I did bad introing it. The song is called Ready or Not, Here I Come and in parentheses, Can't Hide from Love. You can find that originally on the album called Sound of Sexy Soul and yes it is. 1969 Very cool band. If you haven't uh, given the Delphonics a chance please do so. And here's another band that, you know, like the Delphonics, is known for a couple of really big hits. And if you dig deep, you will definitely be rewarded. Your ears will and your heart and soul will. I'm going to play you something by The Spinners. Really like this song. Let's call this the nice, laid-back, really relaxing track of the night here. Check this one out. Kick back, relax. Check out The Spinners. This song is called... It's a shame. Doo-doo-doo. Doo-doo-doo. 
right, there you go. That was Purvis Jackson, Henry Fambro, Billy Henderson, Bobby Smith, and G.C. Cameron, otherwise known as the Spinners. In the past, also known as the Detroit Spinners and the Motown Spinners. But basically, that was the Spinners with It's a Shame, a song that was actually co-written by Stevie Wonder. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, I'm not playing Stevie on the show tonight. There's always next year. Who doesn't love Stevie Wonder? Who doesn't know about Stevie Wonder? But, you know, next year, we'll take care of you, Stevie. But for now, and uh, one more on the vocal groups. And, yeah, I've, I've played something by a member of this band before, of course. But, you know, I think it's kind of a misunderstood band. So here you go. I'm going to play you something by the Jacksons. I actually like the Jacksons. I'm talking about 70s. The 70s Jacksons more so than the Jackson 5. I mean, of course, nothing wrong with the Jackson 5 at all. But I, I, I really do enjoy the Jacksons records from the 70s. The stuff they did for Sony. Epic. CBS. Whatever you want to call it. Uh, you know, they definitely were uh, embracing some of the signs of the time, you know, a little more funk, more R&B, a little less pop, but still catchy songs. And, like, they wrote some really cool stuff. I mean, yeah, you know, all the Michael Jackson jokes and all the, you know, stuff like that aside, when Michael was still awesome. You know, Tito Jackson, great underrated guitar player, talked about that. Uh, you know, they were just really firing on all cylinders about the uh, early to mid late 70s so here you go i'm going to give you an example here this is the jacksons i'm going to play something off the destiny album probably their best overall album if i had to pick one it's probably got to be the destiny album so here you go this is the jacksons and it's called the things i do for you
So there you go. That uh, hopefully make you reassess uh, the history of the Jacksons there. That was The Things I Do For You from the Destiny album. Uh, you know, go check it out. If you need something to, if you need like a 101 of that particular era of the Jacksons, there's a really good one-disc essential Jacksons on Sony. So maybe check that one out first. But like I said, I'd, I would definitely get the Destiny album. And uh, yeah, so yeah, check it out. Let me know what you think. And this is really just a, a like like the first one. This is a real train of thought episode. I I'm gonna have <laughs> mentioned a couple of artists, a couple a, a laundry list of artists that I didn't play tonight. Uh, but you know I might tie some of them into different themes in future shows. It doesn't have to be February once again. This is year round. So uh, I got three songs to play with. So uh, what to play? So I'm panicking. So let's go with this one. I want to play this one really bad. I want to play everything by this guy. The crowd pleaser, Rufus Thomas. Rufus Thomas, I, I, I swear, like, every song he ever did, there was a dance involved with it, and he would tell you how to do the dance during it. This is probably the most famous Rufus Thomas song anyway, so let's just play this one. This one doesn't get enough play to me. Uh, it, this this song should be played every day on the radio, on every station. <laughs> But I'm playing it on my show here, so I'm going to set the bar, and I'm calling all the radio stations on the entire planet out on this one. This is Rufus Thomas with Do the Funky Chicken.
That was Rufus Thomas with the 1969 single, Do the Funky Chicken. And I found out something really interesting about Rufus Thomas, doing a little research on him. Had no idea that he was Carla Thomas's dad. Uh, Carla Thomas was also on the same label that Rufus was, Stax Records. And th- th- that's proof positive that Rufus Thomas has credibility. Stax Records never signed one stiff in their entire run of things. So you go, Rufus Thomas, buy anything Rufus Thomas, and uh, it's a good time. When I want to be in a good mood, that's who I put on, uh, more often than not. So, yeah, Mr. Rufus, uh, you know, he he lived a full life, though. He checked out about 84 years old. Uh, So, yeah. I got two more songs to do, and I'm just going back and forth and back and forth and have to cut somebody off of here. But I definitely have to play this man. So here you go. From from the very fun and energetic and non-serious to um, yeah, probably one of the, I'd say the conscious of R&B music uh, throughout the 60s and 70s for sure. Uh, uh, one of the all-time greats in my opinion. Now a great songwriter, great musician. The guy was the total package. This is uh, I'm gonna play something here. By Curtis Mayfield. Uh, Curtis Mayfield was in The Impressions, a great band from the 60s, and then he went solo. And uh, he's definitely one of those guys that went solo and and really ascended to the next level as far as just put out an amazing body of work. And I, I can't say enough positive and great things about Curtis Mayfield. And, uh, you know, picking what to play by him is a task in itself. But one of the ones that always sticks out for me, uh, I've never seen, seen a great performance of this on the Old Grey Whistle Test. If you don't have that DVD compilation, it's called Old Grey Whistle Test. It's got a compilation of different performances by just, uh, you know, almost everybody in the history of music. You know, from Bruce Springsteen to, to Curtis Mayfield to Alice Cooper to John Lennon. It's, it's a really cool compilation. I recommend picking that one up. Uh, this song... Here he is with We Gotta Have Peace. We gotta have peace To keep the world alive And war to cease We gotta have joy To win our hearts with strength We can't destroy People hear us Save the children, the cruel ones who just don't 
So there you go. That was the iconic Curtis Mayfield. We've got to have peace. All right. So last song of the night. You know, I, I pretty much keeping up to like the '60s and '70s era. It was really hard for me to get out of that box, so there's no point in getting out of it now. But uh, with a twist, I'm going to play something by Booker T. Booker T. Jones of Booker T. and the MGs. Uh, this is actually from an album that came out last year, so I'm going to play some new material by the man. And in addition to uh, being a performance by Booker T. Jones, uh, one of the vocalists on this track is a woman I've played on the show before, so... Uh, you might be familiar with her now. Uh, Sharon Jones also appears on this track. So uh, really nice to hear her on there. And this is just a really nice song, you know, a little town pride thing going on here. And, uh, you know, of course, a very important city uh, in black history. This song, we got Booker T, we got Sharon Jones, and this song is called Representing Memphis. the incomparable Booker T. Jones with some help from Sharon Jones, no relation. And I failed to point out this fella at the top of the song. Uh, Co-lead vocals also done by a guy named Matt Berninger who is the front man for an indie rock band called The National. I don't know too much about The National, but I'm sure some of you out there do. I think I might have an album by him somewhere. 
that I got from a friend. So I'll, I'll give it another listen because uh, that piqued my interest right there. So there you go. Representing Memphis from the album The Road from Memphis. Yeah, is that it? Yeah, The Road from Memphis. Here we go. I have it right in front of me here. Uh, there's a lot of great, uh, you know, in addition to those people, uh, you will hear Quest Love from the Roots on the drums there for pretty much the whole album. There's a guest spot by Lou Reed uh, and a few other people that I'm forgetting at the time here. But that was a great album, one of the better albums from 2011. Uh, so I recommend that album. Go check it out. And uh, that's going to do it for me here tonight on the show. That was, uh, you know, the first ten that came to mind. God, there is so many people that I didn't get to spotlight during this two-parter here, celebrating Black History Month uh, with just the multiple and priceless contributions they've given to the world of rock and roll and all of its subgenres: jazz, blues, rock and roll, punk rock, even hip-hop, you know, the, the lot, you know. Uh, maybe, maybe more rock-oriented uh, Black History show next year. Maybe something like that, uh, you know. And of course... You're going to hear a lot of these artists year-round here. God, we didn't even get to, like, some of my Mount Rushmore of soul. I mean, Wilson Pickett's and the Sam Cooks and the... Oh, God. Okay, my head's spinning. So I'm going to call it a night here. And, you know, if there's a certain theme you'd like me to tackle here on Rock Strikes 10, go to cnjradio.com. Send me an email through there. I do check them. I do write back everybody. And, uh, you know, since I'm at it... (laughs) I never get to properly write back Tina Fella as much as I'd like to, but please keep your emails coming. I really appreciate them. Though those are so awesome, I can't even describe them here on air. But uh, you're you're the man, Tino. And everybody else that writes me, I write you back, and I thank you so very much. Uh, you know the people that uh, talk about every song I play. So cool, so cool. Uh, all of you, I'm. You always uh, leave me as speechless as humanly possible, which I can never possibly be speechless, but, uh, you know, I'm very humbled. So, if there is a particular theme you want to hear on the show, like I said, email it to me. I'd love to do it. I have no idea what's coming up on the next couple of shows. Um, I, my birthday's coming up in a couple of weeks, so, I'm, you know what I'm probably going to do my birthday? I'm going to do like my 10 favorite songs from the year I was born, 1979. So, look forward to that one. A 1979 episode. I'm going to have fun with it. So that's going to be in a couple of weeks. Between that, I have no idea. If you get a good one out to me, I will probably do it. So thanks for listening here on the show tonight. We'll see you on the next one. Have a good one.